This is the BB Cast with Eileen and Anna, talking about fitness, lifestyle, and anything BB related. Bubble butt, yeah. Hello, everyone. I'm Eileen, and I'm Anna, and welcome back to the BB Cast. How are you doing, Eileen? I'm doing pretty good. I have a lot of assignments in school, but I'm working on it. How about you? I'm good. I am busy with moving because, as some of you might already know,、uh, I will be moving the coming week and the week after that to a house with roommates.、Um, I'm done living on my own. It's lonely. It's boring. And now that I'm going back to university, I think it will be nice to have roommates to have dinner with and stuff. So, yeah. I'm busy with、uh, selling furniture and packing boxes. I have so much stuff; it's it's too much. Sounds <laughs> nice to be with some friends in this lonely time period. Yeah, I hope so. But this week we're not going to talk about moving. It's not、uh, what you wanted us to talk about because, in fact, you wanted us to talk about stereotypes in fitness and then specifically、uh, gender stereotypes in fitness. So. Uh, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Before we start, we would like you to know that everything we talk about is based on our own opinions and experiences. If you do need advice on your health or fitness journey, please consult a health professional. Also, the chat is open for you to ask questions related to the topic we will be discussing today. We will answer around five of them at the end of this episode. Yes. So stereotypes, very typical, always in our daily lives. Do you have any like stereotypes that you have experienced? I have experienced that, but I first would like to mention what stereotypes actually are, or at least the way in which we will use it in this episode. So how we understand what stereotypes are, and I use. Um, a definition that I found in one of the studies that I will mention later on as well, and the study defines it as stereotypes are fixed overgeneralizations about a social group that strengthen the social hierarchy.、Um, so, yeah, then you know what we mean by stereotypes, and we will get into it more later.、Um, stereotypes. Before I went to the gym, I didn't really experience any of that. Uh, when I actually went to the gym for the first time, however, the first thing that I really noticed was that all the girls were running on the treadmills and that all the boys were lifting weights. And every time I went to the gym, it was actually the same. So、uh, I was wondering why that was a thing, but I, yeah, I never really asked anyone. I just thought, okay, well, maybe girls just prefer going on the treadmill and guys prefer lifting weights. But actually, I wanted to get into weightlifting, so I did that. But when I was lifting weights, I yeah soon realized that I was the only one in the weight section,、uh, surrounded by guys mostly or only guys actually. It felt a bit weird because I didn't really understand why no other women were there with me,、um, and it also felt a bit weird that I was of course lifting way lighter weights because I just got started, and also because well I think women. When they just start going to the gym,、uh, have、uh, littler strength than guys have. So that was something that I already noticed from the early start. But what I did, what I think is a good plan for me, was that I、uh, I went there with already a schedule and I already knew what I was going to do. So it wasn't like I was 
coming there and felt intimidated by all the guys around me because I already already knew what I was going to do and I just went for it. How do you call it? Well, just ignored everyone around me and did my own thing. But I, I think a lot of girls actually experience that it's quite intimidating and all the guys are looking at you and that's why they are on the treadmills, I guess. Uh, do you have anything... Have you experienced anything like this? Well, yeah, I do have a quote from myself, Le Le Myself, from 2017 that said, the gym is scary. And it was mainly because I had no like self-confidence in myself and I did not know what I was doing in the gym. And I was like, I have no idea what to do stuff. These people seem to do stuff. That's intimidating. Okay, I'm gonna get out of here. Now, like these days, just as you said, like it's the same thing in Sweden the girls usually stick to doing a lot of treadmilling like going on the bicycles however i see a lot of women like especially from the at the gym that i'm going to i see a lot of women doing uh, a lot of weights so i don't feel i don't feel like just that place that is that intimidating and i don't see the stereotypes that often which is quite nice Yeah, that's that's a nice thing indeed. Uh, I think it's not that weird if you feel intimidated and uh, a bit self-conscious when you go to the gym for the first time because, yeah, you're going there first time ever. You have no idea what you're doing. And it's not only this with the gym, it's with everything, right? Even if you go to college or university, then uh, it will be your first time as well. Of course, you will feel self-conscious. But let's get into how stereotypes came to be. I know that you did some research on this some history okay so i according to a study done in sweden in 2017 current stereotypes in genders could deprive from historical stereotypes uh, which i will briefly sum up these stereotypes are based on pictures and images portraying men and women throughout history a couple of the differences that can be distinguished from these images are that one, women are supposed to be passive, only watching the men do the heavy lifting. And men are supposed to be active and strong. Two, women are supposed to smile and laugh, and men are supposed to look serious. Three, women look into the camera, they smile for the camera. Men usually look away from the camera, busy with something of more importance. And this can be dated back like in earlier times in history. Like, for example, in a lot of Western countries, when we look through, like when we have look, watch videos from nobility, from the older generations and stuff like that, you always see that when like a man fancies a woman, a woman, she, he, was al- he will always like get himself painted. And when he gets himself painted, he will get himself painted like, as a very fabulous man holding a sword, looking up to the skies. Yeah, sitting on a horse and he's looking away because what what he's looking at is nothing of importance. He just looks fabulous, you know. And then when a woman was portrayed, she was usually sitting quietly with her hands in her lap, staring into the painter's eyes or like the one watching the painting. So you can really see that there as well. So you can really see that even from a lot of history, like back in the days, the stereotypes were quite clear. Yeah. So number four, women tend to touch their bodies a lot, while men does keep their hands like inside their pockets or stuff whenever like you see pictures. 
Yeah, this is more recent pictures, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, they have their hands in pockets. They're, like, I don't know, touching their hat or anything. The women are always, like, holding, like, I don't know, purse or their body. Their hands are always, like, around the neck or anything like that. And then we have number five. The feminine clothing hugs the body, showing a lot of skin. But not too much. You should be careful on them shoulders. Those shoulders can be scary sometimes, I know. And men's clothing tend to be more practical since, since they're moving around a lot. So they have a lot more flowy, flowy clothing. And then we have number six. Women are portrayed as emotional, soft and busy with their appearance. They tend to care a lot about their appearance. While men are portrayed as strong, brave and controlling of their emotions. As to we see today that a lot of men do not show their emotions a lot, which we're trying to do. Number seven, women make themselves smaller than they actually are, and they take up very little space with their body. They sit with their legs together, they keep their arms close to their body, they tend to make small gestures. Uh, while men, they get bigger and take up a lot of space, they stand up a lot or like sit wide-legged the uh, general man spread and then they do quite <laughs> big gestures <laughs> well it's really true because they really like taking up a lot yeah, of space. yeah and it can yeah. seem quite intimidating when they're doing that while the females tend to like put their legs together and to look proper and you know fine so yeah and then we have the last yeah. one Women are portrayed as objects. They're only there to arouse someone else's desire and to tilt their heads. And then men are subjects, subjects, allowed to have their own opinions and such. And these stereotypes that I talked about is not like stereotype right right now because we don't see women as objects as we used to do in history before. But these are just like there are a lot of stereotypes that have found been found throughout the years. Yeah, but to some extent, some stereotypes or the objectification of women is still a problem. Yeah, yeah. Or at least it's still something that's going on right now. And we talked about this in the episode uh, about body image as well. So for those of you who haven't listened to that, go listen to that one as well, because we discussed it more thoroughly. Yeah, so you talked about different kinds of images and the way probably women had to behave in those times. And even in these times, to some extent, we are still expected to behave in a certain way by other people or by men or by women. I'm not even sure. But yeah, the conclusion is that girls throughout history have been forced to be more sedentary, which uh, for the the English speakers, I had to look this up myself as well, means uh, they have to be more relaxed and sit down more than boys. Uh, This was in history uh, what was expected of women to be relaxed, to sit down, to uh, do some handiwork and not really run around like men. Um, they experience pressure to participate in feminine activities and receive less opportunity and encouragement to participate in sport or other masculine activities. And it's also believed through this that women's lesser competence and interest in physical activity is often considered to be biological in origin. Society for ages has expected women to be calm and feminine, while men are expected to run around and be active during the day. So 
uh, yeah, throughout history, it's always been expected. Maybe you can even see that in some older paintings that women are just sitting on a chair and drinking tea and talking to each other while the men in the background are playing sports and running around uh, riding horses and stuff like that. So that's a part of the stereotype that is now still dragged on into our society. And I know you want to add something else about stereotypes. Yes, yes. Stereotypes in general are about control, since everything in history has been man-dominating from the start. The stereotypes, they come naturally because women have always been viewed as inferior. Uh, So gyms, they were originally made and designed for men. But as time went on and gender stereotypes became unacceptable, as we see them today, gyms became open to females as well. Um, For example, something that have come with this is like group training. Group training is not something that guys usually do unless it's for like sports. Uh, However, group training in like uh, in a gym sense is something that women came up with, which I think is like really interesting. Because they weren't really like accepted in gyms, so they had to find something to do with their lives. And nowadays we are still affected by outdated stereotypes, which are hard to turn around. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you hear us uh, throwing around all of these facts, and that's because we did a lot of research, because it's quite hard to talk about this topic without uh, research and just speak from our own uh, opinions and experiences. So I hope you understand that this is a bit more... um, yeah, based on studies than our usual podcast. But the main stereotype we will talk about and that we have been talking about now is that women usually do more cardio and uh, men usually go to the weightlifting sec- uh, section of the gym. And that's a stereotype that has been longstanding, I think even from the start of when gyms were open for women as well. Um, and I want to get into wh- how that came to be and how it, uh, yeah, how it can still be that way right now. So one interesting phenomenon that is probably helping to keep stereotypes intact is one that is mentioned in uh, 2017 uh, in a study by Jennifer Coburn uh, from the United States. And I will talk a bit about this uh, study that she did. So here we go. Um, one of the things that she mentions is stereotype threat. And she defines that as stereotype threat is when an individual fears being judged or treated based on a negative stereotype about their social group and tries to avoid conforming to the stereotype. Unfortunately, the fear of conforming the stereotype about one's self or social group often leads to a diminished performance. And that poor performance is then used to justify the stereotype. So that's like a a cycle, a vicious cycle that keeps going. So you don't want to conform to a stereotype. For example, uh, women who are very accomplished in mathematics, when reminded of the stereotype that women are poor in math, uh, show a diminished performance on exams. So if someone keeps telling you that uh, women are less good in math, then you will probably perform poorer. It's like uh, by hearing that you already are following that stereotype. It's a cycle that is kept in place and it's hard to break. And that is why a lot of stereotypes keep existing because we are, yeah, it's very difficult to break loose from them. Okay, so this study by Jennifer Coburn that I mentioned, 
uh, they give a lot of reasons of why the stereotype is kept in place. And I will explain the study first. So in this study, 68 self-identified women between the age of 18 and 25 uh, with varying physical activity levels and experiences in yeah, going to the gym, working out, uh, were given one of the four deceptions. Um, so they were put in a room and they gave them one of the four deceptions that I'm going to give you now. And then after that, they were asked to do uh, as many push-ups as they could. So the first part uh, of the women were told that uh, women perform worse than men in doing push-ups. Then the second group was told that modified push-ups uh, are girl push-ups. So while because they were girls, they would probably be doing girl push-ups, which are push-ups, but then you sit on your knees. Then the third group were told that uh, men and women perform equally in doing push-ups. And a final group, which was a control group, was told that push-ups are a key component for functional health. So they were just told, push-ups are good for you. Try to do some push-ups. <laughs> and then they were asked to do push-ups. Um, and uh, surprisingly, all women did quite similar, although... Uh, before they started, they were all making excuses. They were saying, oh, well, I am not used to weightlifting. I'm not used to this kind of workout, so don't expect much from me. Or they even said, oh, well, I'm a girl. Don't expect me to do a lot of push-ups because I don't usually do that. It's not something that girls do. So they already were aware of these stereotypes. Uh, and they mentioned a lot of things why they were not willing to actually get into strength training which I think is quite concerning. And I think a lot of you will actually identify with a lot of these. Some of the reasons that they were giving were that not knowing uh, that they didn't know how to strength train. Uh, yeah, which is, of course, a very logical reason to not get into it. Uh, and a lot of girls were also intimidated by the presence of people who already know what they are doing. Um, they also didn't want to appear weak, probably also in front of these guys that already knew what they were doing. A lot of women experienced too many men in a gym. A lot of them also found that there were too many mirrors around them and they felt uncomfortable because they could be looked at from all different angles and could see themselves in all different angles as well. Uh, so they were also scared of being judged and being looked at. And of course, one that we see quite often in this discord is a, as well is that a lot of women are actually scared to become bulky or build a lot of muscle, uh, which doesn't conform to the stereotype for women who are in a fit body. So that was my lecture. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> yeah, so... Is it even, do you think it's somehow justified that these stereotypes are actually a thing? Mm, no. Well, it doesn't justify. It just, like, shows that the stereotypes, like, really do exist. But it doesn't justify, like, why these stereotypes exist. Because, obviously, there are a lot of things that contribute negatively to these stereotypes. Like, so they get a lot stronger, which I don't really agree to to be honest. Mm -hmm. And like overall, girls receive less encouragement from family members and teachers to be physically active and participate in sports and gyms and such. Yeah. And as the rest of us, girls ages 8 to 12 are 19% less active than boys. This is according to a 2016 study in the United States. 
And like this stereotype seemed to be embedded into our social structures. However, this does not mean that it's justified, as you said before. Yeah, but that, that's actually interesting, right? That what you said in the beginning, that girls receive less encouragement from family members. That's also actually something that we picked up from one of the studies. But that just already shows that even in your own family, boys are encouraged more to work out or to be active than girls. Yeah, this is like shared, like, as I said before, this is all about the stereotype like women are weaker or like less useful than men and this has been throughout history if you like uh, if two parents bore like a child and they had a son they were like oh yes we can uh, do a lot of stuff with this or but if they were to have like a female like a girl as a child they would be like okay who should I marry this little child of to?" So it's like the usefulness of women and men has been a lot different than the <laughs> That time. seems a bit outdated, but yeah, that's what it was like before. I know, it's a bit outdated, but I'm just saying that like it's been like this for since forever. Yeah, so one of the stereotypes that we often see around us, even on the server, is that women shouldn't be muscular and or shouldn't have two prominent abs. This is something that we see in the server as well, the Chloe Ting server, where girls often ask, won't this exercise make my legs too muscular or my arms too muscular? And this is a very hard stereotype to turn around because it's very based on what you see around you and what you see or view as the ideal uh, female body, which is probably based on social media, on magazines, television, where guys have to be muscular and girls have to be lean and have maybe 11 line abs and small and lean legs. Um, but what you can do about this is better on uh, the way that you want to feel instead of look. And we focus more on this in the episode about body image as well, if you want to hear more about that or feel like you need some more tips on this. Yes. So the second stereotypes that we know of is that weights are for men and cardio is for women. And we talked about this before, but I will just sum it up and detail it. So this stereotype deprives from a very long history of dividing men and women into separate purpose groups. Example, working hard and being active versus sitting down and being feminine. Uh, so generally, this is completely false. This is just based upon judgments that people just made. So they were like, okay, guys are suddenly doing weights and apparently women is running around. So let's just make that stereotype. And that's what it ha how it happens. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. But we should do both. Or at least it doesn't matter which one you do. It's not like one is only for men and one's only for women. That's like the, the main conclusion. <laughs> uh, another thing that we often see and that you hit upon as well, or touched upon as well, is uh, fashion in the gym or in fitness in general, where women always wear very fashionable outfits and very uh, close to skin outfits, very tight and where you can see a lot of body, while men just wear joggers and a t-shirt and comfortable clothing for the gym. And I couldn't really find where this originates from, but I think um, that it can be that going to the gym can become quite, can be based on experience appearance for women mostly because women are 
um, very focused on how other people judge them and look at them. So uh, they will probably take that into account when they yeah, choose the clothes that they're going to wear, while men are more uh, focused on the way they perform. So in the gym, men are more focused on uh, how much weight they can lift because that's probably what they will be judged on, not on the kind of T-shirt they're wearing, while women will probably be judging each other on the way that we, yeah, the clothes that we wear and the way that we appear to look in the gym as well. But yeah, this is quite difficult one. We just wanted to say that this is one of the stereotypes that we see right now as well, that fashion is very important for women and for men, it seems not to be that important. And if you have any thoughts on that, please let us know because I'm very interested to see if you have any idea why this is so important for women and not for men. Yes. So men are afraid of stretching and yoga. This can be like a quite interesting one because we all know that yoga is very female is a very female dominating area. So a lot of women you can see do yoga and there's not really a lot of guys. And this is really because of the stereotype that yoga is for girls and girls only. It's mostly advertised for m- women. So it's not really trying to reach out to guys anyways. So they don't really get to understand what it actually is. And it doesn't seem to be physically demanding, which is actually is. Like, you know, they always see a lot of like, you know, like calm down and do a lot of like things that like slowly. And guys have a tendency to do a lot of like fast paced workouts in order to get the sweat going. And I mean, this is just because a lot of guys do not know what yoga really is. Yoga is not only for doing it as a workout. It's always for calming down and making yourself like more aware of your surroundings and etc. And a lot of like the stereotypes regarding yoga is you need to be agile. You need to be like very flexible because all you see in like Instagram posts or on like other social medias is all of these like really really difficult poses like they're like having like one uh, leg to the one side and then the other leg to the other and a lot of uh, guys feel like intimidated by this because they're not really flexible since they tend to focus a lot more on strength than to actually stretch out their muscles and become more flexible, which is really sad. Um, I read an article where this yogi, who's a guy, he got a lot of questions from guys who wanted to try yoga. And they said, they're like, do I need to be flexible? Because I'm not really that flexible. And it's like, that's for like advanced yoga people. When you start off, you start off with warrior one, two, three, savasana, get your breathing going, you know, not all of these like difficult stuff. It's very misleading nowadays because they're only showing like, they're basically showing off what they can do and not really what yoga can do for everyone, which I think is like really interesting. Same one for stretching. When I know Anna talked about this, that you see a lot of girls stretching at the gym and the guys just like go in, take a shower and go. So this yeah, I didn't what... actually hear on that, but should I do that first or do you want to tell it? You can talk about that, yeah. Okay, yeah. So sorry to interrupt you, but what I notice when I go to the gym is that at the end of a session, so we have uh, like hours where you can book in, so you will be there for that 
same hour with the other 24 uh, people that are there that at the end of the session, so the last 10 minutes, all the girls are getting a, a yoga mat and do some stretching while the guys, they just walk out. They straight walk out of the gym and don't do any stretching. And stretching is such an important thing because it will help your muscles to relax. But somehow I never see guys do that at all. So that's a bit interesting. So uh, continue on this, Elin. Oh, no, you you do perfectly and just summed it up. Like stretching is that like it's not really no according to like articles and according to science <laughs> you know biologically stretching isn't really like making you making you like less so you feel less pain in the, the other day or like anything like that it's, sore. it's mostly for like stretching out your muscles and becoming more flexible and this you can do a lot better when all of your muscles are warmed up and you can really stretch them out because then like when you start when you start doing like yoga for something at like first you can't even go down to the floor but the more and more you do it and the more warmed up you get the more like the longer you can get and the more flexible you will become yeah and uh that's then just uh, stretching after workout but also stretching in general because uh, for example my boyfriend he, he does daily stretching but that's because right now he cannot deadlift at, at all because his muscles in his legs are too short so he's now trying to stretch every day so that he hopefully one day can do deadlifts <laughs> but yeah that's just an example of why guys should stretch as well it's very important to keep your muscles uh, flexible if you want to perform other exercises in good form as well um, and then the final stereotype that we wrote down is that women are afraid to lift weights. Well, this is one that we have mentioned already. And examples of reasons are, as I said before, that women feel uncomfortable in the weight section, are afraid of being judged or even harassed. Uh, but often it's also because they have no knowledge of how to use the weights properly. Um, and one tip I want to give you is that a couple of Chloe's videos, for example, the whole program, uh, the Get Peachy program, uh, explain how to use the weights in different exercises quite well. She shows you how to do it. She tells you how to do it in good form. Um, but a lot of information can be found online as well. Um, and in a bit, we will expand on how to overcome these stereotypes. But Elin, can you first... Uh, elaborate a bit on why we are actually making this episode and what we are trying to accomplish with this one because I cannot uh, imagine that you now all think okay thanks for the lecture what do you want us to do with the information so yes yes tell us first off this was an episode that the listeners wanted as well because they it was a really big voting on just this episode regarding gender stereotypes and I think this is thank you Thomas well yeah I think this is because like they really relate to it first of all and we wanted to show you like what is the origins of stereotypes and we wanted you to educate to show that not only are these stereotypes misjudgment because we just like we just lack the knowledge to know a lot of stuff we also want to show you some ways to overcome these stereotypes and it's totally fine like it these are just stereotypes. If you don't like lifting weights, you don't have to. But we're just showing you that uh, you don't need to be afraid just because women are not supposed to do weightlifting or like guys are not supposed to run on the th tre treadmill. This is just 
society that has decided what to do and you do not li- need to listen to society exactly never listen to society if you don't want to <laughs> okay so then finally um, we will give you some ways in which we think you might be able to overcome some of these stereotypes or to just ignore them altogether um, and as I said in the start of this episode, I um, went to the gym with an actual plan. So that is something that I want to give you as a tip as well. Because I went to the gym in my first year as well, which is four years ago. And I went once or twice. And when I came there, I had no idea what all these machines were, what you could do with them at all. You had, of course, these images. And I actually viewed (laughs) the gym as a sort of playground. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to use every machine and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So you can also just view the gym as a playground if you want to. If you are like me, I enjoy uh, doing games like hide and seek and uh, stuff like that. So playground gym, but come to the gym with a plan. So before you go there, write down what you're going to do, do some research into Uh, how to do exercises in proper form. Take your phone with you so you can look up videos. I actually sometimes go to a machine and the image is so unclear that I just look up how to use the machine and they will tell you in like two minutes. And if you have earphones, then, well, you already know. Or of course, you could also ask uh, if there are any, you can ask an instructor to help you. I once asked the guy how to do deadlifts properly and he showed me and then I just knew how to do it. But yeah, go to the gym with a plan or use one of Chloe's videos. She has some weightlifting videos and follow them along while you are there. It will help you uh, very much to just go there with a bit more confidence because you are not walking around like like me in the playground, not knowing what any of the <laughs> machines are, if you already know what you're going to do beforehand. Yes. So one of my tips or ways is to take a friend female if you have one boy if you have one it doesn't really matter with you to the gym and figure things out together like at the weightlifting session like if you're a girl take someone who knows it or someone who doesn't and then work things out together because going there alone can feel a bit timid intimidating since you're there alone but when you're with a friend the burden is like shared so it feels a lot easier the same goes for like guys. If you don't feel very comfortable walking alone on a treadmill, take a take a friend. They can be a female friend or like a uh, another guy friend, and you can walk together. It's all about sharing the burden together. You don't have to do it alone. Yeah, I actually think it also makes it more fun. At least I like a bit of competition, and I know that if someone else is also running on the treadmill, and uh, and we're saying we who can do the fastest kilometer or something, I will be much more motivated than when I'm doing it on my own. <laughs> and what a lot of us probably did because of the lockdown is uh, start your weightlifting journey from home, because when you are home, you probably feel a lot more safe and comfortable, and you don't have to use Uh, actual ways you can use milk cartons or any other heavy objects to start with but doing it from the comfort of your home you can actually look up as many videos and uh, tutorials on how to do proper uh, deadlifts for example use the proper form for any exercise and if you feel comfortable enough and confident enough in uh, doing these exercises in the right form then you can go to the gym and you will not feel like you have no idea what you're doing because you have practiced at home yeah and the same thing goes, like, you do not have to weight lift if you don't want to. But if you do, you can. 
Like you were physically and mentally allowed to lift weights. Yes, no one is holding you back, literally. Just you, probably. Uh, and of course, stretching is very important uh, for muscle recovery. So for the men, mostly, that never stretch or never do any stretching or yoga or something to do release of muscle tension, I really recommend you to please just do it because it's so important for your muscle growth as well and to get all the toxins out of your muscles after a heavy workout. So there shouldn't be any stigma around this. It's there. Literally everyone you will see in the gym has had one time where they went to the gym for the first time ever. So even though they might judge you for not being uh, as muscular or as good as they are, they also started at one point. And try to keep this in mind when you're going there. Everyone was there for the first time and uh, try not to think too much about what others think because, yeah, we've all been there um, and we have all come... A long way, I think. I've come a long way at least. And I think Eden as well, because you've been to the gym a couple of times as well, right? Yeah, I've been. I went for like three months and then Miss Rona happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, well, that, let's do it at home again then. Yeah, so we probably were a bit insecure as well at the beginning. But right now, I actually feel so good when I'm doing weightlifting and I'm surrounded by all these guys. And I just feel really cool when I can do uh like proper deadlifts and stuff like that and they and these guys i know that they are sort of looking at whoa the only girl doing a weightlifting but it's just so cool to feel um that masculine and uh <laughs> i don't know i just feel really cool when i'm standing there between all the guys like i actually know what i'm doing <laughs> and i'm one of them or even better i'm not one of them i'm better than them <laughs> yes so now we have some questions to answer. So we will go and go right at them. I Should I start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. There's also a lot of women that think just lifting weights and using dumbbells, dumbbells makes them bulk up. Also, the fact that many see women bulking up itself as something not desirable, which I personally think is not true at all. Why? Do, what do you have to say about the stigma associated with this? We were talking about this before, actually, uh, since like Chloe have a tendency to mention in some of her older videos, like these workouts would not bulk up your thighs or anything like that. And I, it got me thinking, like, why is there such a stereotype against bulking up? And why do people tend to fear bulking up in general? Since it's not something bad, you're just strengthening your muscles and it ta it's really hard to bulk up. To you need to eat a lot of protein. You need to eat a lot of a uh, lot of food in order to even start building up. Like a lot of like these bodybuilders, females as well, they eat a lot and they work out a lot and they do like really, really, really he heavy weight lifting. So it's really difficult to do that. So I don't feel the I don't quite understand the fear of it, but. As I can see, the, gen the general female ideal body is the lean, slim person with, like, curves as well. So I was like, mm, that's impossible to do, but oh well. So I think that many are, like, uh, they're not really knowledgeable in the area. They don't really have the education regarding it. So they think, like, if I lift this dumbbell two times, my... Uh, arm is gonna swell 
which is not entirely true. Well, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, for me, I try not to focus on the way I look after a gym session at all anymore because I think you, or at least I don't want to be working out because I want to look a certain way. Of course, I still have this voice in the back of my head that I want to be lean and I want to want the six pack, but I try not to listen to that voice because I think the main reason why you are exercising shouldn't be the way you look, but it should be more about the way you feel. And maybe uh, it can be like a competition for yourself that you want to become stronger and want to achieve new goals and try to become yeah, better at lifting or lift more, something like that. Um, and for me, it's more focused on that than it is on uh, the way that you look afterwards or the way that you look after a couple of sessions. Um, but I I don't think there should be any stigma around the way women should look. But we talked about this in the uh, body image episode as well. Uh, yeah, it's just really hard to turn this around. But if I had any say in this, I would say, uh, let's if we have to judge each other on something, let's judge each other on how much we actually enjoy the workout that we do, because I think that's way more important than the end result of, or I mean the physical end result. I think the mental result that you get from this might even be more important or the, of course, the health and not the physical uh, appearance. Okay. So next question what do you guys think about the pressure in gyms? Like a man feeling looked at and taking more weight on him than he can handle because he feels like he needs to be better. Or girls who feel like they need to run faster or run longer or take on more weight, etc. Mm, I feel like the uh, stereotype, like you need to, you always tend to compare yourself to other people. And if someone is uh, p- picking up a weight that is heavier than the one that you're picking you feel like a little bit inferior to that person because you're like oh damn they're they're strong i need to i need to be better but it's really a mental thing that's going on like the only thing you need to care about is yourself what what i always try to do when i see another girl uh who seems to be in the same area as me or like in the the same level and then lifts way heavier than i do for example, I always try to just think of it as, okay, so I started this three weeks ago. Maybe she started four months ago. I, I could never know. So why could I ever compare myself to her? I have no idea how often she goes to the gym. I don't know how long she's been doing this, how much experience she has. So comparing myself to someone else is not going to help me and it's not going to make me stronger because if you lift heavier than you can, then you might get injured, which is, uh, yeah, a lot more troubling than just using the ways that you can actually use. So, yeah, it's it's a hard one because I know that we compare each other or ourselves to others all the time. And, of course, we shouldn't, or at least I think we shouldn't. Um, so I just try to really uh, relativate this and say, okay, but I have no idea where they are coming from. So how can I compare myself to someone if I don't know the whole story? Exactly. I feel the same. I tend not to, I tend to like, just like focus on myself, just like put on a, and put on a podcast or something in my ears. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe the, the baby calls, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or like, to music and just like be in my own mindset because why am I at the gym I'm there because I want to be stronger I want to be better 
for myself, not for the other people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you guys have any suggestions on how to get over that pressured feeling? The outside pressure from other people, you mean? Yeah, I yeah that that's so difficult because that I think that has a lot to do with confidence and your own self image, uh, the image that you have of yourself, and also on the uh, value that you put into other people's opinions, and that's something that I think you have to work on yourself. And yeah, I've I've mentioned it now a couple of times. Of course, try not to compare yourself to others. But it, yeah, I don't have any suggestions on how to actually deal with that pressure other than putting in earphones and trying to focus mainly on what you're doing yourself. But maybe you have some ideas. Uh, well, uh, what I was thinking of, like, if you have the, uh, if you feel like, okay, like, I cannot do this because the pressure of the other people is far too big. I would suggest, like, if you get a personal trainer they can make something just for you and then they you do that thing only and i mean this is something that like i would i just thought up right now i don't know if it works or not but if they make something just for you you can focus on just that and and they will push you to get stronger and the only thing that's nagging at you now is them not the other people and they're like be stronger be better and you have to follow them because you paid for it yeah, and maybe because it's a professional, you will feel more that they are more reliable than the other people around you that you are comparing yourself to in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of them have probably seen a lot of this as well. But like for, for me, I mean, yes, of course, I, I see the people that are doing and I also unconsciously compare myself like it's a normal human behavior. We always compare ourselves for our survival needs. We've always done that problem and find solutions to that. You know, like, okay, maybe I'm feeling pressured by these people. Okay, maybe I shouldn't do this right now. Maybe I should do something else instead when there's less people. Maybe I should do it later at night. For some people, they have these 24-hour workout uh, gyms where yeah. you can go for 24 hours. A lot of people tend to go at later at night because there's less people, not people at all because they feel more comfortable. So start off with that. And then as you feel like, okay, I'm getting better, then you slowly start to progress into doing it with there's other people. Because this is something you need to fight for yourself. You shouldn't look at other people and feel like, okay, because they're doing this, I should do this as well. Yeah, exactly. So those are some good ideas. Uh, one that's maybe a bit related to this one. Um, I know some women are scared to go to the gym because of men staring at them and have inappropriate comments and behaviors. What would you say to someone experiencing this kind of behavior in the gym? Well, first of all, go to the staff of that gym because uh, almost all gyms do not allow this kind of behavior. And you can always just step uh, go to them and tell them that you're feeling uncomfortable and maybe even tell them who is making you feel uncomfortable but I can also imagine that that's uh, too big of a step um, so you can see if there are any other times where there will be less men or less people as Elin said as well um, and there are also actually some gyms I don't know how it is in other countries but I know in the Netherlands we have some gyms where there are for example women only hours um, because they are aware of this problem and then you can sign up for those hours and then there will be only women there. Um, and yeah, otherwise, if you feel very uncomfortable, then try to find another gym or another 
place where you can do your workouts, maybe even outside or something. Uh, so anyway, we're done with that now. Yeah. Oh, man. Craig is a stereotype. He's a stereotypical lazy boy. And he's very rude as well. Oh, you are such a Craig. Well, without further ado, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Just in case you weren't here at the start, this podcast is primarily based on our opinions and experiences. If you do have questions about your health or your fitness journey, please consult a health professional. And we will see you next time.